Hello, and thank you for joining us for episode 20 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your host, Twee and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Friday, June 26, 2015. Uh, we're recording in a strange place today. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're recording uh, in Kimberly's work building. Yes. At an odd time. Yes, because we we're not we weren't going to be able to record for a while for a while because of various different um, things that are happening in our lives. And um, Twee has a half day today. Yes. So she was able to come over to. I, I do not have a half day, so no. I'm on my lunch break. Yes. And a late um, lunch break. A very late lunch break, and we're going to record now, um, and that way you guys won't have to miss, we won't have to miss an episode. Right, we'll have to so, wait a month for the next episode, so. Yay! Yay, thank goodness for technology. Yay, technology! Yay! Uh, how's it going, Kimberly? Yeah, everything's good. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Did you get a lot of knitting done recently? Mm, I think so. I've been knitting on a lot of things at the same time again, so I haven't made a lot of progress on any one project. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like I've made a lot of progress uh, across projects. Yeah. No, that's good. That's actually what's happening with me, too, because I feel like now that I have more than one, you know, usually... You only have one. I only have one. But now that I have more than one, I feel like... Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, oh, I haven't done that much with this one. But, oh, I touched this one today, which is really good, right? Because, like, <laughs> right. you can't get to all of them all day. At least no. I can't get to all of them every day. I definitely so, can't. So this, was, this is kind of nice. It's a nice change. Okay. Um, before we get into our normal segments, I yep. just want to remind everyone that we still have our giveaway going on for a You So-and-So bag. Yay! Yay! We're going to pick a winner, I think, in the next episode. Yes. Um, but you still have probably a couple weeks left to enter, um, for the giveaway on our Ravelry group. Yeah. Just go there and, you know, there's a, the prompt is on there, so it's pretty easy. Pretty and easy. don't forget, if you don't want to wait or... You know, you want an, a bag in the meantime, which I wouldn't blame you because she has a ton of fantastic fabrics. You can use the coupon code TWISTED10 for 10% off your entire order, and that goes through the month of June. So you still have a few days. Which we will, and we have used that coupon code. Yes, we've already used it. Uh, we'll talk <laughs> so about we that know later. it works. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. So use TWISTED10 for 10% off, and please enter the giveaway. Yay! All right, so let's move on to Whip It. Kimberly, what are you whipping on? I'm whipping on a lot of different things. So we talked about um, last time how I've started a whole bunch of projects, and I'm happy to say that a lot of them I'm actually continuing to work on on a regular basis, like through a rotation. Rotation, yeah. Yeah, so I'm still doing the modern baby blanket, the log cabin, which I'm working on right now. It's looking so pretty. It's it's coming. Dude, it's really coming along. The colors look really Great. Yeah, this is with the Sweet Georgia yarn, and it's kind no, of no, been... no, it's not Sweet Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Madeline Tosh, DK, right? Yeah, DK, and it's with these um autumn colors, mm-hmm. and um, this is the one that I'm knitting on right now, and this is just stockinette stitch, garter stitch, garter stitch the yes. entire way. Oh, I should I should mention I'm on like very little sleep because we have <laughs> visitors in town, and I have had like four cups of coffee so, today. So I she might sounds be... <laughs> weird. It's not because she's drunk. I'm not drunk. Right. I'm just sleep deprived. Yes. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's stocking it. No, it's garter. It's garter. Stitch. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. So I'm crazy. Anyway, you're crazy. I'm crazy. But you've so. got uh, how many blocks? There four. I've got four blocks so far. So you have ooh, there's ten total. I think ten or twelve total. I'm gonna look now. I'm okay. Because I can't remember. You have all the colors now, though. I do I have all the colors, and they look exciting. really nice together. Thank you. Oh, ten total. Okay. Um, so I'm really excited, and also this is kind of like my go-to now because. Kind of I'll mindless. be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. mindless, and they're big, big blocks. So it's like, I think we have like thirty-six rows, right? It's like okay, thirty-six rows per block. Yeah, so or, or more. Mm-hmm. So right now, my the row I'm working on is thirty-six garter ridges, mm-hmm. which is double the amount of rows. So it's like literally, I can just watch a movie mm-hmm. while knitting this and zone out, and nice. it's or talk to like I have company in town, so this will be really good for like tonight. And it's tomorrow. good social knitting. Yeah, it's good social knitting. So I'm really excited about this. And did you have you been finding picking up the stitches and all that? It's going okay. You were a little worried. I remember it is going okay. Yeah, you know I'm just. I mean, not, it looks really 
nice. It looks pretty even, right? Like, it looks very clean. Like, you're, you're, I'm terrible at picking up stitches, but yours look really good. Thank you. I'm trying really hard. Like, a couple times I've had to rip them out to redo, you know, to redo mm -hmm. them. And another time I realized that I was kind of picking up the stitches in the wrong off the wrong Leg. part, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so I redid that, and you know, you always want all of these little, all these little ridges in the back, ridges, yeah. um, color changes in the back. So, look good, yeah. um, so it's a little. Uh, I'll be honest, it's, I'm still a little awkward with trying to pick up stitches, yeah. but I feel like I just need more practice. Yeah, and I think that taking the time to go back and fix something that maybe doesn't look quite right, yeah, is the way to do it versus saying, you know, eh, it'll be fine, and then later realizing that you don't like the way it looks. Yeah, we definitely don't want that to happen. No. Yarn's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's mad tosh, man. Yeah, it's beautiful, too. It it's is beautiful. beautiful. Those colors look great. I love the orange and the green, especially next to each other. Yeah, aren't they great? Yeah. I really, I'm, I'm really pleased with how this is turning out. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would look nice, but, you know, like, then when you actually are creating it mm -hmm. it's like oh this is actually this has really been your good. stash for a while yes this is a stash knit so i'm really proud of that as well yeah yeah good what, job thanks i've got more stuff but what are you knitting uh i'm still working on my hermione's everyday socks pretty and this is in the koigu uh k-p-p-p-m <laughs> i do too they were my first i was thinking about the other day and they were everyone makes speckled yarns now yeah but re remember i feel like they were the first, the first ones, yeah. to do sort of speckly yarns because we would always we pick crazy. A, we would always pick the speckled ones. Yeah. So I feel I feel like they were just sort of uh, you know pioneers in speckled yarn. Mm -hmm. um, and so this color is really pretty. It's sort of a bunch of shades of green. It just reminds me of I don't know like cream spinach or something mm -hmm. <laughs> lettuce. And I have I finished the heel on one of the socks. I did not do the heel called for in the pattern. It calls for an eye of partridge heel, which I've never done before, and it's written for two circular needles, oh, and I yeah. knit on double points. And you can convert, but my brain capacity just wasn't, you know, there, and I, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to do a regular uh, slip stitch heel uh, flap. Mm -hmm. And so I used uh, basically the same formula from the Rose City Rollers and did a heel flap, and now I'm onto the leg. And this is just the first sock. The second sock, I've done the leg already, and I'll have to do the heel and uh, foot nice. at some point, but not there yet. Very nice. So what else are you working on? Um, besides the modern baby blanket, I've also picked up that wooly warm head dark hat. Oh, yeah. That I was working on. This was with the Malabrigo. Mm-hmm. Worsted. Worsted. And... Um, this is the one that I messed up because I actually didn't knit <laughs> didn't the hat. You didn't knit any part. of the body. You I just... just started binding off, and I was like, why does this hat look weird? Um, <laughs> You're so funny. You skipped the entire middle section. Yeah. yeah. Who cares about the middle section? So um, I went back, I pulled that out, and then I, I'm in the middle of the middle. I'm actually almost done with the middle, the body of it. Oh, really? And I can okay. decrease soon. Yeah, it's just taking me a while because my, my double points mm -hmm. – um, I'm sorry, I don't have the on me, so I don't remember what kind they are. But I like the double points that aren't too long. You know, those the different sizes of the right, the lengths, right? The length. Um, I don't like the long ones because I always feel like they're kind of in, in my way. way. Mm -hmm. So I always have the short ones. Um, and I got I actually got rid of my long ones um, like six a while inches, ago. maybe. Yeah. Okay. I got rid of my long ones a while ago. Um, when I was like redoing, you know, going through all my knitting mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but that that said, this hat is like. It's not big, but for some reason there's a lot of stitches. So whenever I put it down, a couple of stitches always falls Fall off the off. edge. Uh, yeah. So then I'm always like putting them back on. So it's more of a frustration. So I think when I'm done with this hat, I'm gonna be one really happy because I'm done you and I don't have to switch to circulars. Well, I'm getting, I'm starting to buy. I'm like, oh, you're starting to decrease. Yeah. Okay. Um, but two, I'm gonna make. You know how I make hats twice. Mm -hmm. I like to make hats twice. So the second time I make this hat, I think I'm actually going to use a different less. Thick yarn, right? A thinner yarn, a thinner yarn, so that way I can just not have to worry about the stitches falling off. Right. It'll make a smaller hat, though. Yeah, but that's okay. okay. It's probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed... I tend to make bigger hats anyway. I was so. trying to remember it, and I feel like it was not a small hat originally. No, it wasn't. So it... you're probably okay. And I'm, I'm actually making the smallest size. It's just that I think right. my gauge. I just maybe for hats for some reason it's always big. Um, so you gotta I go down a new size. I know. So <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with them. Um, with just making okay. it a little Well, small. it might fit your head. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. You have a substantial noggin. I do, and I got a lot of hair. So yes. That's good. Okay. What else are you working what on? What else am I working on? I picked up, I knit a little bit on it, but not a ton, on my Harry Potter scarf. Oh, good. 
Yeah, and that's... Have you stopped doing that because it's summer? Yeah, it's just kind of it's heavy. Hot. I'm near the end. I'm, uh, this is in the Cascade 220 for the... Uh, I'm doing a Gryffindor one. Yeah. Gryffindor scarf. And it's Cascade 220 for the Burgundy and Patton's uh, Worsted for mm-hmm. the Gold. And I'm close. I actually think it's pretty long now. And I think I just finished the last stripe section I want to do. And now all I have left to do is maybe the last... 20 rows of burgundy, and then I have to close the ends and add the fringe. Cool. Uh, it's kind of funny because I'm so close to the end, but I feel like I I tend to stall when projects have sort of, when it's not just, you know, straight knitting. Yeah. You know, anytime, like if I want to have to do a heel on a sock, yeah. or if I have to, you know. When it's like a section ender. Yeah, but section also, ender. I gotta, I got I to tell you, like, that happened to me when I knit my Gryffindor scarf. Mm-hmm. And those, those, um, that fringe The part, fringe must take forever. It took forever. That's not what I'm, I'm really not looking forward to doing all I was, the fringe. I was all excited because I was like, look, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. I just have to do the fringe. And then the fringe took me like a week like, to sure. measure everything out. And then, you know, I only do like a couple and then I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm done. done yeah. I don't want to be like crazy, you know, it, mm-hmm. it just gets like kind of overwhelming. There's so much fringe. There's a lot of fringe. So even though I know I should just finish the knitting so I could you know, finish the scarf. But then you finish the part you, you're yeah. like forcing to finish the part yeah. that you actually really like. Going in circles, just circles and circles is fun. But <laughs> I'm going to have to do some three needle bind off and like hundreds of fringe pieces. But yeah, that's, that's close. It's just kind of long, long and, un, and, unwieldy, and unwieldy, you know. You know, only occasionally. I'm close though. I'll probably finish it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then put it away for fall. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, are you working on anything else? Yes, I'm working on, the last thing I'm working on, um, I'm working on some other stuff too, but I mm-hmm. haven't really, um, oh wait, I've got two actually. Okay, I'll good. Do, I'll do them both really quickly. Go for it. So one of them is the Gothic Revival Shawl, and yes. I actually did find a YouTube video about how to do a yarn over before at the beginning of the row. But you, we looked at your pattern though, there's border stitches Yeah. on your pattern, on pattern. that weren't on the chart, Yeah. so you're... So your row doesn't actually start with a yarn over. Exactly. Right, which is, what, which is yeah. what we thought, which is apparently a thing because there are YouTube videos on it. Yeah. But when we read through the pattern again, if it's kind of formatted a little not intuitively. I think it just takes, take, it took me a minute because I'm looking at it, I'm going, this kind of makes sense, but it doesn't totally make sense in my head. So then I had to like call Twee and I was like, look at this pattern. Does this make sense to you? So yeah. I'm going it, to, it's fine, but yeah. I wanted to mention that because I know I talked about it last time that, oh, it yes. starts with a yarn over. So I did find the YouTube video. It is out there, but I don't have, I don't <laughs> we don't usually have to do it because there's two border <laughs> stitches on each yeah. side before. So, so forget that. You see how, you see, this is, my brain is not working. Right. Um, How's that going? It's good. I have to, um, I haven't really touched it, but. That's with the Noro. That's with Silk Garden? The Noro Silk Garden. Okay. Yeah. Soft yarn. Um, but I haven't really touched it. And then, but the, because I found this. What'd you find? This. So I was cleaning out. I'm I'm trying to like kind of purge a bunch of stuff, um, to you know make room for new stuff and to kind of clean out some of the stuff that I don't use anymore. And I found this little project that I totally forgot about, mm. and it's with Sublime yarn. Yes, Sublime. Are, uh, I don't know if there's are they still making yarn? I'm not sure. I'm sure you. I mean, I know we got a bunch of Sublime on sale yeah. at one point. So this is the Pine Forest Baby Blanket by Ingrid Artune. Yes. And this was a free Ravelry download, and it's it's really pretty. Yeah, it's a really pretty, it's really pretty. sort of classic-looking baby blanket with garter ridges um, and on the sides, like and then a lace pattern. Lace pattern, but like it's a, kind of like an arrow. The top I guess of it's supposed arrow, to be maybe triangular. pine, like a pine, pine tree. Pine forest, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the top of pine trees. Mm-hmm. So I found this, and I was like... I don't even remember you... Exactly. So I started this like four years ago. <laughs> like, and I totally did. I did quite a lot. I mean, I haven't really worked. I only did a couple Surprisingly, rows. Surprisingly, it's a baby blanket. Yeah. You knew you were working on baby blanket four years but you ago. You see, like I did the. I yeah. Did the, you have at least, I'd say, five inches. Five inches. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this this project. Was that for anyone in specific? Um, no. You know, I picked it because I just kind of wanted like. A baby. I knew like some of my friends might start having babies, having babies because they had started getting married. And this one, I knew, I knew I needed to do something with this yarn. What what yarn is it? Sublime. Do you know what kind of? I don't. Oh wait, there's a tag. Hold on. Okay. Oh good, because I actually didn't know what there was. <laughs> this is Sublime Cashmere Merino Silk Aran in Ooh. a 50 gram ball. 
And see, I got it on sale. It's shade 008. So it's like a sagey green. Yes, it's a very, it's a muted, very, very classy looking green. It's really pretty. And I only had like four or five balls of it. So I only had like a certain um, yardage because there's yeah. only, I'm looking. So, yeah, 50 gram ball isn't that much. It's not that much. 94 yards. So I knew I needed to make something that was on the smaller side. Not like hat small, but you know, a smaller project. Not right. Like not massive. like a giant scarf or not anything. Not a sweater. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had started it and then I just forgot about it and I found it again. Wow. So that's, that's actually a lot of fun for me. Because mm-hmm. one, it's like a project that I don't have to start at the very, very beginning. And then two, it's a very simple four row pattern. So I like picked it up immediately where I was, and now it's not that hard of a pattern. So I'm pretty excited to just continue on with it and possibly finish it this year. Wow. Yeah, so that was fun. I was like, hey, look at this. I mean... I totally forgot about you. Yeah, it looks cool. I don't even remember that. Yeah, and I think it's because I had added it to your Ravelry I did. I just added it. Because, you know, I I had, like, started... um, I had taken this... I had taken this thing out because it was in a project bag that I was no longer using. Like, mm-hmm. the project bag was really beat up. And mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't even a project bag. It was, like, a, Just like was a bag you were using. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, what is this? It was, like, buried in the back of my closet. So, <laughs> I know. So, it's, like, surprise project. Nice. I mean, excited. it looks pretty. And now you have a partially finished baby blanket to give someone. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, because all my friends are having babies. Yes. So, I'm pretty, um, um Wow. Yes. Who is that? It was like Christmas. Wow, well, four so years funny, ago. But yeah, at least. Nice. At least. It was like, I, I can't even, I can't even, I'm still amazed that I found it. That you found it? Yeah, I totally forgot about it. That's so funny. Yeah. How about you? Are you um, working on anything else? Yeah, I have one more, and you saw this yesterday, mm-hmm. and, ooh, sorry, uh, this is in my awesome granny unicorn bag, which is awesome. It's a beautiful bag. And, yes, and this is my brickless shawl. Mm-hmm. This is by Martina Bain pretty and I started this ages ago I think I started it last year when I went to stitches mm-hmm. because I bought a skein of Miss Babs Yowza, mm-hmm. the giant skeins of uh, light worsted weight yarn she has and my colorway is zombie prom nice <laughs> anything with zombie and I'm, I'm nice. down and this if people don't know um which you might because she's a very popular designer but it's a shawl slash scarf and it starts off on one end uh, with a few stitches, and then it just grows wider as you go. And it has three different stitch patterns, uh, a garter section, a rib section, and then, like, a lace section. And it's pretty easy, and it's really pretty, and it's been languishing for a while. I have not been on this for a long while. And uh, I decided to bust it out, and I love these colors. It's, like, greens and magenta and flecks of blue and all kinds of prettiness. It is really pretty. It's really pretty. It's like a very dark rainbow. Yes. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. And I actually am using these new needles. I had originally started these on my... They're kind of funny looking. Yeah, my Haya Haya Sharps, which are really sharp, pointed metal needles, which mm-hmm. I really like. But I really want to try these Marbles needles. Mm-hmm. They're from... Ooh, they're from Knitter's Pride. Mm-hmm. And I like their needles, and... I've never tried needles like this, though. They're acrylic, I think. Mm-hmm. And they have a cool marble. They're called marbles with a Z. It's hot pink. Yes. But they have, like, a really cool just sort of design in the needles where they use different colors, I think, of acrylic to, you know, make a marble effect. How did you hear about those? They've been out for a while now. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I just stayed away from them because I'm just not into uh, plastic needles. Yeah, yeah. But I think I was listening to, I can't remember which podcast, I can't remember. It was another podcaster who said that they had bought some of the Marble Tips and really liked them. And that, you know, they were just like light and, you know, kind of nice. And so I decided I just really wanted a pair just to try them out. And the Knitter's Pride fits on, um, they have their own cables for interchangeables, but they also fit on the... Nitpicks cables, which I have a lot of. So I just bought the tips from Webs, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if this is normal for them or what. But I just bought the tips, and there was no shipping charge. Oh, that's cool. Which was really nice. So I don't know if they do that all the time, or if it was just limited, or it's only if you buy, you know, needles or tips or whatnot. But that was pretty awesome. That's good. And so these came just like last week, and. I switched out my higher highs with them, and I've only done maybe six rows with them, mm-hmm. 
But um, I, I like them. They're different. They're very light because they're, you know, the acrylic. They're, the taper isn't as long as my higher hires, but they're pretty sharp. Mm -hmm. And they're very bright and yeah, fun. I think, each, I think each size has a different color. Oh, cool. So you can easily tell what size they mm -hmm. are. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah, I've been, I'm just testing them out. Uh, I think they're pretty nice. I like them. Especially, I think they would work well if you were using maybe a really slick yarn and needed, like, a little bit of grab, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I like these. It's a, kind of an experiment for me trying these, <laughs> these needles, but I, I like them. I wouldn't mind having more. That's great. Yeah. So, I think that's all I'm working on. We're working on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That never happens. That never happens. Not with you, at least. Not with me. Yeah, absolutely. So did you, I know you had finished objects, right? Yes, I do have one finished object. Ooh. And I talked about it a little bit last week. And that is my springtime bandit shawl. Yay. This is a pattern by Kate so Gagnon pretty. Osborne. Uh -huh. And I'm pretty sure it's free. And I started this a couple years ago for my friend. She was going to wear a shawl during her wedding, but before the wedding actually happened, she found something of her grandmother's that she wanted to wear instead. So this got relegated sort of to the uh, UFO bin. It's gorgeous. But it's really pretty. It didn't take me very long to finish it. I mean, I talked to you guys last week and or two weeks ago, and about a week after that, I, I, you know, I finished it, and I blocked it. Was it hard to... It, it's a nice lace pattern, but it doesn't look super complicated. No, it's, Did you find it hard to knit, or...? No, it wasn't... Like, what was the difficulty level? Oh, I'd say it's... I mean, if you can read charts and stuff, I think you're Fine. okay. It does do... The chart is written... Oh, in a way, it's a little inconvenient. It only has basically half the chart. Mm -hmm. You know, they have one side of the chart and then the center stitch, and then basically it's mirrored... So instead of, you know, continuing on, as yeah. if, you know, if you had the you whole have to go chart, back. you go backwards. And that, to me, was a little hard. I don't think I'd ever done that before. It was a little hard for me to keep track going backwards mm -hmm. where I was at. Yeah, I'd rather just read it through. Yeah, I would have know? rather have had a whole chart that I could blow up. Yeah. But, I mean, but it, it worked. It wasn't so hard that, you know, I even, I could have made my own chart for the rest of it, but I just didn't. I just worked backwards. <laughs> it was fine. Very cool. And so I used my lace blockers for the first time, oh, nice. my um, blocking wires, and I blocked it pretty aggressively because it was kind of small. I used almost two skeins of Malabrigo Silky Merino, mm -hmm. and that's a DK weight yarn. And this colorway is called Madre Perla. It's beautiful. Which is, yeah, a really pretty pinkish purple. Yeah. And it has a... But pale. Yes. It's a light color, and it has a really pretty sheen because of the silk. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't, you know, very big after I was done, I wanted to make sure it was, like, a good enough size to, you know, wrap around your neck and stay there. So I, I blocked it pretty aggressively, just making sure everything was pinned out, and I, I wanted the points to be scalloped. Mm -hmm. Some people just have the points, um, not the points, but the edge um, straight. But I thought it would be prettier as scallops. So I, I pinned those out so that it would make a little scallop. It's beautiful. And I think that's one of my favorite things you've done really? in a while. Yeah, yeah. It's, I haven't done lace in a long time. Yeah, I know. You have really good lace. <laughs> and that's just gorgeous. But yeah, it's pretty. I like that it's a, you know, a, a DK weight shawl versus, you know, fingering weight or something. It's yeah. kind of nice. It feels a little more substantial. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's done. I'm excited. It's been on the needles for almost, I think, over two years. A little over two yeah. years. And I'm going to give it to my friend when I see her. I forgot. I actually saw her last night and forgot to bring it. So, yeah, it's another project off the needles, a new a project bag free, needles free. That means I can uh, cast on more things. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yep, I finished that. Did you finish so everything? Pretty. No. You didn't finish okay. I started so much stuff. I'm, like, not focused on any one okay. thing. That's, yeah, that's true. All right, so no more FOs. What is next? Uh, let's go to Q. Did, did you cue anything? No, I didn't cue anything. What? Well, that's not true. I did cue this. Like, this is, I'm acting like this oh, is the, a new project. the pine. The pine forest blanket. Pine forest blanket. Yeah, I'm going to act like that's a kind of a new project, because I did put it in my Ravelry. Okay. So I did cue it. Okay. Like, it's new. Okay. It's new to me. It's again. new to you again. Okay. <laughs> 
Excellent. Did you have any problems finding it in Ravelry? No. Okay. Thank goodness. Oh, I guess because you, you have a copy of the pattern. Thank goodness. Yeah. So I actually had it in my library already, and I just, like, put cast on. So okay. So that was good. Yeah. If I, saw, if I see a pattern and it's free on Ravelry, I usually print it out. Mm-hmm. So that way, even if I forget to mark it, or, you know, like, your queue or your... Mm-hmm. You know, your list is really long. I yes. don't easily find stuff on there. Right. So, but I will find stuff easily if I print it out and mm-hmm. then I look through my printouts. Okay. So yeah. So I'm gonna say that this is that's my cute. Queue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, I've queued a couple of things. Uh, I queued a hat. Yay! Yes. <laughs> called the. We love hats. We do love hats. Called the Hermanus hat, mm-hmm. and that's by Gudrun Johnson Johnston. Mm-hmm. And this is actually an update of a hatchy designed previously, I think for Brooklyn Tweed, out of their fingering weight. I think the fingering weight's called Loft. Mm-hmm. But she updated it and created a free version out of worsted weight. Oh, nice. For a knit-along that um, Fringe Supply Company is doing. Great. Yeah, I think it's, they do hat knit-alongs occasionally, and I think this is the third one. And so... Uh, Johnston created, uh, yeah, this new version of a pattern, and it's, oh, I don't think I brought it for you. You would like it. It's got lace, and it kind of looks, it kind of has a slight tam shape. Oh, cool. I know you like that shape. I do like that shape. Yeah, and it's free, so. Oh, nice. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. It's uh, it's really cute. <gasps> then I can cue that next then, week. Yes, you can cue it <laughs> next week. And I think it just takes, you know, it's just like. I think she made it in the Brooklyn Tweed Worsted, which yeah. is, is it called Shetland? Yeah. Okay. I Wait, think I, Shelter. Oh, Shelter. Shelter. That's it. And I'm pretty sure I have a couple of skeins of that kicking around, because you and I made a, a Brooklyn Tweed order a yeah, while ago. Yeah. Just a small one, just to test out some of their yarns. Yeah, but then we haven't knit, I haven't knit it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like still, it's still in it's the stain form. Yeah, and it's looking at me. I actually found it the other day, because I like moved some of the yarn. Like I said, I was going through some stuff, mm-hmm. and I moved it to the front. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did try to, I did knit a little bit with the loft, the fingering weight, Mm -hmm. but that project, I didn't end up liking that project, so I ripped it out. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, what Mm -hmm. happens is that I like, I I buy this yarn, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, I'm going to try it, and then I forget about it, and then enough time goes by that I think, I really want to buy that yarn, and try (laughs) it, and then I'm like, wait, I I have some. Yeah, but it's very much in my character to just buy more of it, and Mm -hmm. it's like, no, don't do that. Like, at least know that you, you like to knit with this yarn, mm-hmm. right? Right. Anyway, sorry. Good yeah, night. no, no. So I've queued that hat. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to knit it in time to go to do it with the hat along that um, they're doing, but... But it'll be with 15 and 15. Yes, right? yes. I, I think I definitely think I'll... Uh, do it this year. Do it this year. Yeah. And then the next thing I queued is called Star Shower by Hilary Smith Callis. Mm-hmm. And that is a cowl slash sort of cape. I'd like to think of it as a cross between a cowl and a shawl, mm-hmm. which I think people are calling scowls, <laughs> which sounds scowls. amazingly fun. Scowl. And basically it is... I like your scowl. Yes. Basically it's a cowl, but it's kind of like thicker than, um, you know, wider than normal cowls are. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of drape it, end up draping it over your shoulders, almost like a cabalet. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, she, I like that. Uh, she's made a few patterns like this out of different weights with different, you know, lace patternings. Mm-hmm. And so Star Shower is one that's in fingering weight and it has a really pretty lace pattern. And I bought some yarn this weekend or last weekend that I'll talk about later that I'm, I think is going to be set aside for uh, the Star Shower. Cool. So, yeah, very pretty and I'm excited about that. Nice. And uh, that's it for Q. Right? That's it for cute. Let's right. talk about events. Oh, yes. I have a couple of quick events to talk about. Oh, well, was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago was World Wind and Public Day. Yes, which we didn't get to do. Which, yeah. Because we had planned to maybe go to a cafe or something later in the public. afternoon because you were having game day. We had board game day. And we were, like, you know, thinking we'd go out after yeah. a little bit and maybe but, get grab a coffee and knit outside. But board game day lasted, like, six hours. <laughs> yes. Board game day ended in the night, and then we were too tired to go anywhere. Yes. But mm-hmm. I knit in public the day, ba- the day after. Yes. The Sunday after. Yes. And I posted a picture of that, of that in our, uh, on our Instagram sure. account. Mm-hmm. So, so that was, I, it was really, day. yeah, I'm, so, I'm kind of bummed I missed it. I actually often miss it. 
I miss it all the time. Yeah. I just kind of make up for it like another day. I just pull it out one day. And I mean, I, just I knit in public often. It's just, it's kind of fun when there's a day set out for it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we could make some knitting friends and go outside with them, but that hasn't happened yet. No, not yet. No. I think we're antisocial. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not going to knit with you. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And the next event is um, in July, Republic of Wool. Who I love. We love her yes. book of She will be at the Altered Stitch in, um, what, is, what town are they called? They only make up names for places. I think it's um, Valley Village. Valley Village. Yeah. Valley Village. Nice. And she's coming and she will have yarn and they're actually doing a, I mean, they're not doing all of it there, but they're starting a knit along for a That's shawl great. pattern called the Great Divide, which uses two shades of fingering white yarn, I'm pretty sure. What month was it? July. July 25th. And I'm not sure what day that is yet, and there's no time yet. Okay. I'm assuming it's probably going to be a weekend, so we'll give you guys more details when we know them, but I'm really excited uh, for her to come. She's going to be there with yarn, and she's going to help people pick colors for their Great Divide, and I'm pretty excited. I'm going to try to save up a little dough for that story. Don't just go crazy, but have a budget. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I'll go with you. That sounds awesome. So July 25th, we will, you know, we'll put more details once they have more details. My, um, my, my, I'm going to have to try to finish a project before I buy yarn for, you know, that. I think you will like, I'll show you the shawl later. I think you'll like it. I'll probably love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yay for that. And if you're in the uh, area, stop by. Yeah, stop by. So, uh, next is retail therapy. Retail therapy! Ooh, I know Kimberly has retail therapy. I do, because we've been talking about these bags from you so-and-so for a while. A while, and, mm-hmm. uh... They, so finally, they came. finally came! So I'm just gonna talk... I'm not gonna talk about all of them. I'm just gonna talk about three of them that I got. <laughs> three of them that I got? <laughs> How many did you get? I got a lot of them. Okay. But, but this one I'm gonna talk about... Um, first of all, I got a squirrel one. There's a squirrel pattern. It's super cute. It's, it's yes. You got the large bag, right? I got the large. Yeah, most the, the three of them I'm talking about are all large. Okay. Um, I like larger bags. Mm-hmm. Um, this squirrel one is super cute. It's a dark forest green, and it's like a cartoon squirrel, but he's like a thick, big brown squirrel, and he's got a little... Acorn. Yeah, this is a, a sort of a larger scale pattern. Yeah. So it, the squirrel takes up a large part of the bag. The squirrel takes up like half the bag. Mm-hmm. But he's a super cute squirrel. Mm-hmm. And then if you flip it over, it's like a little forest scene, and then the squirrel's kind of tiny. My favorite is the inside. The inside's really, Which really is cute. Which is acorns. They're all acorns. Yes. It's, I mean, it's just a beautiful bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. Okay. And that one has a project in it. But I'm not going to talk about that project. Squirrel! And then the second bag I got was this beautiful little bag with... Bunnies and foxes yes. and, and frogs, toads, yes. yeah, a mouse, yeah, and it's super super cute because it's like a it's a pretty like I don't know what kind of blue it's, this is. It's like a greenish blue it's teal. Like teal. It's like teal. And then it's got a green uh, like a frog green zipper, and inside are all the circles and polka dots. Are a lot brighter than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, this the, is really the fox pink. is hot the fox pink, is pink with a yellow tail. And the toad is a little bit uh, neon mm-hmm. and. The bunny's white, but he's got little spots. That are this like, one's got spots. That are lime and, green. And there's a mouse, and there's mushrooms, and it is a super, super it, that's cute That's a super bag. cute, yeah. It's that's really a super cute. cute pattern. So I'm really enjoying that. And then my last bag mm-hmm. is um, that I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. is this very pretty large peacock bag. Oh, yes, and the it's, peacock. It's got a dark blue background, and it's got a peacock, and then it's peacock-like tail feathers mm-hmm. kind of extend... The rest of the bag, the length, length of the bag, yeah. yes. So and it's all these like pretty swirly mm-hmm. designs. She's she, really, she's really great at uh, pro, uh, placing. Yes, fabric placement. She, yeah, she doesn't just you know cut what's there. Yes, she really makes an effort to, especially with things that are sort of, I don't even know, like larger size, mm-hmm. to place them in a really um, pleasing way that you know you don't get like just a cut off head of peacock or something like that. Yeah. So these were really really cute. I'm enjoying them so far. They seem to be they're very well made. Mm-hmm. I like how they're kind of um, on the stiffer side. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. padded, but not like really stiff where they don't move, but mm-hmm. they kind of stand up well. And there's like maybe a little bit of um, padding in there so that they're kind of squishy, squishy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. soft. Um, I, I just think they're great. So nice. I'm having a good time with those. So that's my retail therapy. Excellent. I was so excited to share that with everybody yeah. because we had ordered them. She she makes them, you know, she makes them. She, she makes them order. custom, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been a while. So. It's been a while, yes. I posted pictures of, I think, most of them on our Instagram account. Yeah, if you want to check it out. Yeah. 
Uh, How about you? I, I mean, I bought two, two bags. Well, yes, I bought my marbles needles, and I bought two bags from you so-and-so as well. Mm-hmm. One of them was the Fireflies bag, mm-hmm. which you got too. It's pretty. It's a really pretty print of uh, some young children out, you know, somewhere. It looks just really pretty. There's flowers, and there's fireflies, and they're catching fireflies, and the lining fabric is uh, jars of fireflies. It's really pretty. And then the second bag I got. That's cute. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I didn't bring this in the last time. It's It looks like patchwork, but it's not because the fabric's just made, you know, that way where they're... Um, they're squares? Yeah, squares of, uh, you know, a little different pattern. So it looks like you sewn them together, but it's just one piece of fabric. And this has a sea theme, a sea and uh, flower theme. So there's like a mermaid and little narwhals and little turtles. So cute. And it's pink. <laughs> I really like it. And the inside is more mermaids. Aww. Yeah. It's very cute. These bags are really awesome. I'm trying to resist placing another order before the end of the month and our coupon ends, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. We shall see. And I also bought some yarn. I didn't bring it, sadly, actually. But I will t- tell you about it. I went... To visit my parents a couple of weeks ago, my niece had a birthday party, her mm-hmm. third birthday party, so I went to visit my parents, and that usually means I will stop by the local, local yarn store near their house. Can't help it. I know. It's a nice yarn store. It's right there. Yeah. And so I went there one day and bought one skein of yarn. Uh, the yarn shop is called Prolescence, and that's in Sunnyvale, California, and I bought one skein of MJ Yarn Silken DK, mm-hmm. which is a DK weight yarn that's 85% Polworth and 15% silk. Nice. It's very squishy and soft, and the colorway I bought was called Glowing Eel, which is crazy lime green. Nice. And it's really cool, and it's actually going to be, I don't know what I'm going to make it, but I think I'm going to make my mom maybe a cowl or something. Oh, that'll be pretty. Yeah, one of her favorite colors is lime green, or like crazy bright. Really? Yeah. She likes really bright lime green. That's awesome. I know, yeah. So when I saw it, I thought of her, and I I just made, just, you know, because this is his mom to me, so I'm going to make her something. I'm not sure what yet. If you guys know of any good DK weight cowls mm-hmm. that take maybe one skein, I think there's 290-ish yards in there. Let me know. Yeah, nice. And then another day when I was at home, we decided to drive up to Santa Cruz for a little bit of shopping mm-hmm. and hanging out by the beach. Mm-hmm. That's about an hour away from my parents' house. So it's a pretty took, area. Mm-hmm. So I took them up there to hang out, and I mean, I'm not going to lie, I might have had some ulterior motives. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to visit Hearts Fabrics, which is a really fantastic fabric store. Oh, there. that's where you were. We saw yes. all these pictures all of a sudden of Tween the fabric store, and we were yes. like, uh, where'd she go? <laughs> I was texting them pictures. Uh, what kind of trouble is she getting into? Yes. Hearts Fabrics is a really cute store in Santa Cruz that has fantastic fabrics. If you like, you know, modern you know, fabrics, mm-hmm. you will like them. They have Cool stuff from Tool Pink and, you know, Japan and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I bought some fabric there. But um, while we were in Santa Cruz, I looked up yarn stores and there was one that I hadn't been to. And it's called the Swiss Stitch. Mm-hmm. And it's on a street called Swiss Street. So the Swiss Stitch. Oh, nice. Yes. It's kind of in the corner. It's hard to see, actually. We kept driving by this little shopping center and we could not see it. Finally, I decided to park because I figured it must be in here somewhere. Yeah. And it's this really cute little area that has a couple of um, places where you could taste wine. And there's like a little coffee shop and a few little sort of artisan places. And the yarn store was just in a little corner behind a giant shrub. <laughs> I just couldn't see it. It's so, like hidden by the yes, shrub. It's like in a corner, but it's there. And Look was, for it, people. Yes. They were very nice, and they had a, a, a nice selection. Not a huge selection. It's a pretty small store. Mm-hmm. But they had some nice stuff. They had some Mad Tosh and Good. some other things. It was just, it was, you know, cute. And they also had a pretty nice selection of Anzula. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anzula's really nice. I've, I've um, bought some of their yarn before, and they usually do trunk shows at, at um, stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they had done one at Swiftage a while ago, which is why they had all this yarn. And so I bought one skein of 
Ooh, let me see. It was a colorway called Watermelon. Which oh, is, God, that sounds amazing. Yes, I'm kind of obsessed with corally pinks right now. Oh, right? Yeah. And like this the bag? Kind of. Kind of like a bag. Maybe a little bag. more orange. A little peachier? Yes. Yeah, okay. And But bright. Yeah. And this is sort of that shade, if you can tell, like, by the name Watermelon. Yeah. And it's their Haiku Base, which I believe was... It's a fingering weight, and I think it's wool and nylon. Okay. Yeah. It's just the color called to me. She, they had the color in several bases, but I kind of wanted to get the most bang out of my buck, so I decided to get some fingering weight. Nice. And I think that's what I'm going to use to make the star shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be pretty. Yeah. I'm really excited. I wound a bunch of yarn the other day. Oh, yeah, you hate winding yarn. I hate yarn. winding yarn. It's She's like the only person I know that hates winding yarn. Everyone else is like, I, this is so relaxing. Look how fun. I don't think winding yarn is fun. Who thinks winding yarn is fun? I don't mind it. I don't think it's necessarily fun. Some people find it fun, especially mm-hmm. people who don't maybe own a Swift. Right. Um, right. So when they go to the store, they can do it. It's kind of like a novelty. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's not necessarily fun, but I, it is somewhat relaxing. I, I find it kind of relaxing. I don't find it relaxing. Bummer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I never want to do it at the store either because I, I just feel like usually I'm done at the store I'm just like it oh, takes too long yeah, I and go. I have my own Swift and Ball winder I don't yeah. want to make someone else wind my yarn yeah I get that but I don't like doing it that's cool yep and that's, uh, those are the only things I bought that's awesome well congrats on your new purchases yay looking forward to that I have to I want to take pictures of them to post on the Instagram account I just haven't found any yeah time, so no it's okay yeah I know and um, I think we're done with knitting. We're, we're done, done with the knitting, knitting section. All right. We're going to move on to non-knitting things. Uh, hopefully you guys stick around. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay. Kimberly, what are you reading? What am I reading? Okay. So I've had, sadly, kind of a string of just okay books. Not bad. Not bad. Just but not, okay. But not like I'm going to gush about it and talk about it for hours. Okay. Kind of books. So two of them I'm going to talk about is one of them is called In Shadowed, and it's by Kelly Craig. Mm-hmm. And this is the second book in this um, series. Young adult. Young adult series. It's about a boy named Varen, Varen who is kind of an outcast. Um, and he's kind of obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe. And this is the, that's the first book. And he, it turns out that he can, I'm not going to give too much away, but it turns out that he can um, kind of his, his nightmares, his, his mm-hmm. drawings can manifest themselves into real into real dream things. So he, there's like a dream world, okay. and he can visit this dream world, and okay. his his like nightmares come to life in this dream world. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cheerleader, <laughs> and she does there's not like him, and he does not like her. But they kind of start getting along. That's is in the first book. So the second book is is where the first book picks off uh, picks. Uh, oh, up, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, again, sleep deprived. <laughs> um, and it's it's basically this quest for the cheerleader, who um, her name is Isabel, and she has to rescue Varen. Okay. Um, and so the second book is okay. The first book was really really great. You loved the first book, I remember. I did love the first book. I'm a big fan of Edgar Allan Poe in general. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of stuff that's based on Edgar Allan Poe's or just works. Related. Or related. Yeah. yeah, I'm like a really big Poe fan, and so. This was like, oh my god, this is so great. I'm so excited mm-hmm. about this. The first book is really, really good. The second book kind of suffers from sophomore book syndrome. It took oh, it took a longer while. to come out than yeah. it should have. I think I it was supposed that. to come out in a year, and it took almost two. They okay. kept pushing it back, which is always a little worrisome oh, no. when you watch this, because that means it's not ready. ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that while the second book is okay, it's, not, it, it's a bit slow. I don't think they needed... It's a trilogy. I don't think they needed it's a necessarily. Book. Yeah, it's like a filler book. I hate they could filler books. They could have just put this in the in the third book, right. you know, or tacked it. You right, know, right. Like, it didn't have to be its own book, um, especially because Varen's like barely in it. So it's you know it suffers mm. from that. You know when you kind of have the second book or the third book, or suddenly one of the main characters like disappears from most of the most of the book, and you're like, wait, what? Because it's told in first person, so you're only telling it. You're only getting Isabel's side. So you don't really know what's happening. Yeah. Okay. So you don't really know what's happening with Varen. Okay. And, and so it's it's kind of he doesn't show up until like three quarters of the way through the book. And is he, is he your favorite? Um, I really like him. Yeah. So you wanted him. I wanted him earlier. Him. Yeah. Right. But um, it's still really good. Um, I I've enjoyed it, and I've talked to a friend of ours that 
has finished the trilogy, yeah. um, and she really liked the third book. Oh, so, really? Yeah, okay. so I'm going to, and she says this, like, the trilogy in general is just good. So I'm going to press on. I've got the third book. Okay. I'm going to read it. It's called Oblivion. Okay. And um, I'm going to read that. It's not another E word? Uh, no. I thought the first one had started with an E, wasn't it? Uh, oh, no. It was called Never, Nevermore? Yeah, it's called Nevermore. Okay. And the second book is called Enshadowed, and the third book is called Oblivion. Okay. So uh, I'm going to press on with that. So that's one of the things that I read. Okay. How about you? What's one of the things you read? Well, I finally finished my audiobook <gasps> of Rebecca. Oh, you finished it. Yes, I did. I finished it, <gasps> I think, this morning, literally. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Did you like it? I did like it. It's, um, like I said before, there I, I don't have her name down, but the, the narrator is really, really good. good. And, you know, you start to get really engrossed in the story. And Mrs. Danvers. Yeah, she's creepy and it's such an interesting you know I guess you know this is you know I read a lot of contemporary sort of books and this is written a while a little while ago and so it's just interesting to see how the language is so different she has a really interesting way Mm -hmm. of describing things Mm -hmm. that I would just never think of describing something that way but it you can it brings up a picture in your mind so easily and the pacing I mean the The pacing is the whole gothic this is like yeah. one of those classic gothic books yes. that people, you know, talk about talk in high about. school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's definitely like Jane Eyre, like the, mm-hmm. the whole pacing, the whole tone and structure of the <clears> book <throat> is something very, very um, um, specific, you know, it's mm-hmm. recognizable. And it's kind of interesting too how the characters, I think these days when people write books, you know, there's always sort of a, a clear cut hero or heroine. Yeah. And here it's kind of just, it's kind of gray, you oh, know, it's gray, where. Yeah. I mean, I felt for, you know, the new Mrs. DeWinter. Mrs. DeWinter. You feel kind of sorry for her, you know. And Mr. DeWinter, he's very charismatic and you like him, but at the same time, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it was it was good. It was, I'm, I'm glad I finally, like, you know, read it and, you know, I know what everyone's talking about. now. I, but now I kind of want to see the movie again. Yes, because the we I think about I know that. the difference. Yes, yeah, I know the difference that you're yeah. talking about. So. so we'll we'll talk about we're gonna we're not gonna spoil it, mm-hmm. but offline. Yes, we and I are gonna we're discuss gonna the about ending. That. Yes. Yeah, because it's definitely so. If you, I mean, if you like sort of gothic mystery, um, you'll like Rebecca. yeah, you'll like this. Yeah, yeah. it's a classic for a, a big sweeping R. Yes, on all of her stationery and yeah. her notebook, and it's so and interesting. So good that they never mention the new Mrs. De Winter's name ever. I love that. Yeah, I it, love that. It it just it goes so well. I mean, it works so well, and it just goes to show you what kind of character she is. She's so marginalized. Like, exactly. It's, it's all from her point of view, and no one ever mentions her. No one her, mentions her, her, real her name. real name, her first name, and yeah. it's all about Rebecca. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I finished that. Excellent. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else are you reading? Uh, the only other thing I'm going to talk about is I read Perfect Ruin by Lauren Stefano. Yes. And this is a young adult uh, dystopian fantasy book Mm -hmm. um it's it's about a so basically what it is is that it's kind of an island that in myth has been scooped up from the earth and lifted into the sky and a bunch of people live on this island in the sky and it's a sky god and the earth god and the sky god is the one that they pray to and that they love and that they ask for stuff and the ground they never get to see the ground Mm -hmm. so the ground is something that they can't see they know it's there but they've never been there and the idea is that along the edge of this island that's in the air that's in the sky Mm -hmm. you cannot go to the edge because at the edge it's almost like a force field if you peer over the edge get sucked down you can die you can go crazy you can get like something happens and in fact, someone actually says in the book, which is not a give, give uh, spoiler, but someone actually says that they've been to the edge and they see all the dead bugs because no, not even insects can go past the edge. Oh, okay. Like right? They'll die. They'll die. Okay. Like they hit like some sort of like electrical Whoa. field or something and they, they just crumble. So this is all, this is the place she lives in. It's very, very utopian. It's very beautiful and sweet and like loving and everybody mm-hmm. loves each other. But of course, that's not really the whole story. Of course. And this girl and some a girl in her class uh, in her school is murdered. Mm-hmm. And there's a king, and he so begins this manhunt mm. to to find this murderer okay. on this island. And then it turns out that obviously this island in the sky is not what it appears to be. Right. So um, I like Lauren Stefano. I liked her um, Chemical Garden series trilogy. Okay. I liked Wither a lot, which was the first. I've book, only read her first debut. One. I wasn't crazy about her other two books, but the series, the trilogy in general, was good. So I was excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. I think that 
DeStefano has a really wonderful um, voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. her style is, she has a beautiful way of explaining things and describing things mm-hmm. in really rich, different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you like to read it and kind of savor the language, like the descriptions, and it's very imaginatory. It, there's like lots of different, um, the world is sort of interesting mm-hmm. and the the, peop- the characters are interesting. Um, so I did enjoy certain aspects of the book, mm-hmm. but overall, yes. I feel like it's a little slow. I feel uh, like it's slow. Okay. It took me a few days. I wasn't like clamoring to read it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a fever. It was just, it was like a solid three out of five for me. Okay. So I'm going to continue on. I'm going to read the second one because yeah. I want to know what happens. But even when stuff does happen, right. it's not, it's not, I guess. Exciting. Yeah. I, I didn't or... feel like a rush or a thrill. It mm-hmm. just seemed like it's still like a slow creep. Okay. You know? Hmm. Okay. Um, but still good. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, how about you? Uh, the only other thing I've really been reading is I've been rereading. Oh, you're rereading Kate Daniels? Yes. I'm yeah. rereading the Kate Daniels series by Alona Andrews. Yeah. Alona Andrews is a husband-wife uh, writing team, and Kate Daniels is a series of books. I think there's seven or eight of them now, and it's an urban, an urban fantasy series set in Chicago that mixes magic and, um, you know, our times and it's really I mean I love this series and I haven't reread the the whole series in a while I I've gone back and reread my favorite just parts of books Mm -hmm. but I really want to go back and just reread like the books all the way through yeah uh just because I I was feeling kind of bled with books and I want to read a favorite right I wanted to read a favorite but I wanted to like really read it not just like reread my favorite scene yeah so I did that and it's about Kate Daniels, who's a mercenary, mm-hmm. and she's really fun. She's like this snarky person, and there's a lot of fighting. She fights a lot because she's a mercenary, and and she's not a dainty flower, you know, kind of girl. She'll just kick her teeth in, and so that's really fun. And I read the first four books, plus one of the spin spinoffs called Gunmetal Magic. Oh wow! Yeah, awesome. and so there's I think two more to go and then I think it's the seventh book comes out in July nice so I think I want to reread all of them before the seventh book comes out so that's been really fun it's been so long too since I I read them sort of in detail that it almost felt like I was reading them again for the first time because you forget stuff yeah yeah so it's been that's been really fun but um I think I'm gonna take a little break and probably start something new Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh what have you been watching how do I been watching? Well, I saw this a little while ago, and I didn't talk about it uh, because it wasn't coming out for a while. And but now I can talk about it because it's coming out in a couple weeks. It's coming out. Yes, and that movie is Magic Mike XXL. Nice. Yes, that's. If you guys don't know, Magic Mike XXL is a sequel to Magic Mike, which was a movie starring Channing Tatum, our favorite Miami stripper. Yeah, I think it's Miami. It's somewhere in Florida, and it's a Steven Soderbergh movie starring Channing Tatum about male strippers. Yep. And the first one was very Soderbergh-y, where it was about strippers, but it was weirdly sort of serious. Yeah. But the sequel is just really fun. Did he do that one? No. Oh, he didn't. No, he did not direct it. It's just really fun. The, you know, most of the entire cast is back. Channing Tatum is back. Like, all those people are back, and... Basically, this is them taking a road trip to oh, somewhere in Florida. I can't remember which one of the big cities to go to a stripper convention. Nice. It's sort of their last hurrah because Matthew McConaughey, who sort of led the group in the first movie, has run off to Europe. Mm-hmm. And so they think, you know, their club's going to close down and basically they're going to go for one big right. last this is it. Yeah. hurrah and go to... Florida and just participate in this crazy stripper convention where all these strippers converge and just strip for fun and compete with each other. That's hilarious. And it's sort of ridiculous, but also you love it. But also awesome. Yeah, cool. There's hot people, hot men, and stripping, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think the problem for me with the first Magic Mike was. It took itself kind of seriously. No, I saw the first one in the theaters, and I got out of there, and I thought, what did I just watch? 
Like, I was going for a certain kind of movie, mm-hmm. and then it came out with, like, no, there, there was, like, a script. Like, it's it was, like, like, a story. Yeah, it was very it was existential. Very yeah. Yes. <laughs> this, I think, is what you will be looking for. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun, yeah. and it's, it's, it's funny. Excellent. Yeah, so that's coming out July 1st, I believe. That's great. Yeah. What else have you been watching? Um, I'm going to talk about two movies real quick. Okay. One of them is Inside Out. I saw Pixar's oh, Inside I Out. Oh, I really want to see that. It is really cute. Okay. Um... You see it in 3D? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. We just saw it normally. Um, I thought it was it was uh, so funny. Mm-hmm. Louis Black is Anger. <laughs> and um, Phyllis Smith, I think, is her name? Yes. She's from The Office. She's from The Office. I love she her. She is sadness. And she is just perfectly cast as sadness. And this is all about five emotions that live in each, each person's head and how they kind of overrule and do your thinking for you, right? Because mm-hmm. they kind of... They, they kind of like push you to to do certain things, mm-hmm. right? So, and it's about a girl who goes, she moves away from her home because her parent, her dad gets a new job. So they move to San Francisco and it's all about her journey and how, you know, her troubles. And it's about these characters and I'm not going to ruin it for you, but you should go see it. It is um, really, really Is lovely. it, you know, is it like Pixar quality? It's a Pixar movie, but I mean, is it like one of their, you know? It is. I mean, I don't think... Uh, I think it's hard now because Pixar has such a high standard. It, it for, is really high <laughs> for film. So I do like. I did like Inside Out. Would I watch it again and again? Like Finding Nemo. Like Finding Nemo for yeah. me is really. I like Finding sweet. Nemo. Yeah. I really like Toy Story. Um, yes. I I like, but it's kind of, and I like Wally quite a lot. But I would. It's pretty sad for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I've only watched it like I once or twice. I love Wally. Yeah. I mean, so I think. I think that. Um, it is really, really good. It's not one of my favorites. Not one of your favorites, though. Okay. But I think it's obviously, it just appeals to such a broad audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, adults are just going to really love it. So okay. I think you should watch that. And then I saw Spy. Everyone who's seen Spy tells me it's awesome. It's awesome. So we, I wasn't going to go to <laughs> it Spy. It looks stupid. This is me. what happened. <laughs> Obama was in town. Yeah. Obama was in town. Oh, gosh. He, yeah, which basically means traffic which is he, atrocious. Yeah, means he messes up my commute. Messes up the commute. So I'm like, what am I going to do for the next, like, four hours? I'm not going to sit in the car for four hours while I try to get, you know, home. my 12 miles home. So we went to the movies down the street. And um, we we're like, what are we going to see, right? And I was like, oh, people keep saying Spy is yes. good. But I'm like, the trailer looks like it's okay. Like, it doesn't – I'm going to be honest, okay? If you're going to go by the trailer, it doesn't look so, it does, so It great. just looks like any other just like any comedy. Other, yeah. yeah. Right? But then I was talking to my friend, and I was like, dude, but this thing got 94% on right. Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone's been – Talking about it. Everyone's been talking about it. So I thought, let's try it. Like, the only other thing that I've seen, like, rated that high on Rotten Tomatoes is, like, The Dark Knight. (laughs) So, like, I'm like, I'm definitely going to go see this. If people are 94% positive that Spy is good, I want to at least see what's going on. Right. So we went, and it was hilarious. And not even just hilarious. Like, Melissa McCarthy is obviously hilarious. Rose Byrne was solid acting. And she was not. I didn't even know she was. Yeah. She's this like Russian like princess who's okay. got this nuclear bomb that Melissa McCarthy's trying to find out the location for. Okay. And Rose. I do love Rose she Byrne. She is great. Rose Byrne is amazing. And she's like really adds levity mm-hmm. to the to the whole situation because she's so serious. But mm-hmm. she's got the best. She's got great lines. And the breakout role for me, honestly, was Jason Statham. Jason Statham, yeah. He was amazing <laughs> i do like him amazing in it like i could make fun of himself that. basically yeah and he's like he's like talking to her about this and he's like and then he's talking about how awesome and how like amazing of a spy he is and he's like and then this arm was ampy half amputated and i had to attach this arm with this arm <laughs> and melissa mccarthy's like i don't even think that's medically possible and then he just keeps going you know he's like, and then i jumped out of a plane while into a car that was burning running off of a bridge while it was on fire not the car. Me. I was on fire. Like, it was like, totally ridiculous. He was the best part about that. I love him. He was, okay. that was fantastic. So if you haven't seen Spy, it's, I think it's still in some of the theaters. Oh, yeah. You, it's should, still in you should definitely go see it because I was surprised mm-hmm. by how awesome. I, I went with my friend, my coworker, mm-hmm. and we left and we were like, that was amazing. Wow. Like, we were just so, so impressed. So, okay, yeah. Cool. So go see Spy. In fact, if you're going to see it again, I would see it with you. Um, I actually. Well, now I do want to see, see it. it but, I would see it with you, really. But you were not available for the next three weeks or something. So I know, I know. We're going to have to We will never out. see each other again. I know. It's true. There's a lot going on. Yes. But that's, I think, all we have for today, yeah, kids. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yay. Yay. 
Thanks another for podcast. Yay. We're Thanks. on number 20. Woohoo. It's Double insane. digits. We're going to have to think of something special from when maybe we hit 100. Well, oh my gosh. I was going to say 25. 25. I was going to say 25. 25 is pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Do uh, that. And we're getting close to um, 100 members in our Ravelry group. We have 85 right now. Really? Yeah. There are 85 of you guys listening to us. That's yeah. crazy. I only probably know like one of you, two of you, three of you. I don't know. I don't know if we know what a lot of people <laughs> listening. So hi. Okay, that's pretty cool. So if you haven't joined, please join. I think when we hit maybe 100, I'll do, you know, a random we'll giveaway. Like a random giveaway, maybe a pattern giveaway or something where I'll yeah. just pick a name out of the list, you know? Yeah, that sounds good. So um, thanks for listening. Don't forget, use our you so-and-so coupon, Twisted10. I'm going to try to get this up before the end of June so that you can use it. Um, but I will, I've been blasting it on social media, so hopefully you've caught it there, too, if you've forgotten. So Yeah, and thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. It might be a little longer than two weeks. But yeah, it might be two and a half or three. It might be two and a half or three, yeah. but we will be coming back really soon with, with hopefully more. hopefully some finished objects. Finished objects and stories, and I'll have gone to Comic-Con by then, You're so maybe you'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. that'll be awesome. All right. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgo182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.